The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. Hey, this is WWE superstar Kurt Hawkins, a.k.a. Brian Myers. This is WWE superstar Zack Ryder, a.k.a. Matt Cardona. And you're listening to the Eyes Up Here podcast starring the queen of extreme. Francine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought we were plugging our podcast, the major wrestling figure podcast. Oh, man, I'm sorry. You know, I get really flustered anytime I think about or talk about Francine. She was my high school crush, you know. You're 34 years old, and she's still your crush. I cannot confirm nor deny that. Enjoy the show. All right, let's get it going right here, right now. This is Eyes Up Here. And you're listening to another episode of this Eyes Up Here podcast in live and in living color on the two-man power trip of wrestling's podcasting empire. If you didn't know by now, my name is Chad. And as always, I'm joined by my tag team partner here on Eyes Up Here, the Queen's Extreme podcast, the one and only Queen of Extreme herself, Francine. Francine, welcome into another episode. Thanks, Chad. Look, the, the beam of light is on me again. Do you see it? <laughs> oh, God, this is horrible. Um, the beam of goodness. Yes, it's it's God looking down on me saying, you are the chosen one of podcasting. And I say, <laughs> hell yeah, I am. Yes, you um, are. The dynamo <laughs> of podcasting. Yeah. Uh, how's your week going? It's going pretty good. Not going yeah. to lie. It's feeling like, uh, you know, a lot of weeks rolled into one. Um, <laughs> really? Why does it feel that way, Chad? Oh, it's, just, it's so weird. I have this like deja vu feeling. Oh, yeah. I got to work yeah, on my wardrobe. That's one, one thing for damn sure. I got to work on the wardrobe. But uh, besides that, no, you know, everything's going pretty good. Just uh, excited for the holidays coming up. And yes. just, uh, you know, every passing moment, you know, my kids get more Christmas gifts added to their uh, pile. And uh, I'm going broke in the process. So head on over to uh, (laughs) not only Francine's Patreon page, but head on over to uh, someplace that we're going to be in the world and and, and help us uh, with our our Christmas buying (laughs) because it's getting crazy over here. Now, do you buy gifts like on the fly when you see them or do you wait? Like I wait for Cyber Monday and I do all my Christmas shopping Mm. on Cyber Monday. I... very selfishly, I end up getting the cool stuff for me on those kinds of dates because I end up buying like all my Christmas gifts because, you know, my wife doesn't know what I want. So, I mean, I end oh, up buying three quarters. Okay. But every time okay. she does, she always buys something awesome. So I will give her that. But I always buy like the fun stuff. I, I'm a baseball card collector. So I always buy the stuff that I want. So okay. it's kind of like that. But uh, when it comes to the kids, Cyber Monday, Black Friday, not really, don't really see the deals. I start buying stuff in July. Wow. Okay. Are you and like the Griswold? Are you like as crazy as the Griswold? No, I like it very tasteful. Okay. I like elegant Christmas decorations. I like okay. it to be very simple in that regard. Um, but I just like it to to really take I want when you see our Christmas tree, I want it to take over like I want you to take your breath away. I I want oh. it to I just I, we we go out of our way to make it elegant and very beautiful. So I nice. just can't wait for this uh, this to start. Uh, I'm, I'm eager. I'm very happy to begin the Christmas season soon. You're like a little child. I think it's adorable. Uh, it's all about the children. So it's all about make, putting smiles on people's faces. As uh, yes. Who said that? I think Vince McMahon might have said that at some point. Uh-oh, well, <laughs> Not I his would... employees, the, the people. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I think somebody said it before Vince McMahon. Okay, but, um... all right. Walt, Di- Walt Disney, maybe? Maybe. he. Yes, he, he might have. Um but yeah, Christmas is big here too. Uh, but like I said, we're gonna do uh, all the Christmas gifts on um, Cyber Monday, 
Um, I use a thing called Ebates, and I remember I've used it before. Oh, it's it's so good. You get so much money back when you're using this. Um, right. And on Cyber Monday is when they give like twenty percent back. It's it's ridiculous. I remember one year I spent. Um, I did coals. Uh, Mm-hmm. off of ebates and i made 80 dollars back oh wow from my kohl's purchase yeah yeah so i love shopping online it's for were me you an, were you or are you an extreme couponer no i'm not an extreme couponer um i have seen those shows and i'm very curious as how they do it because i know around here like uh it might say like maybe double coupons or yeah. limit four but then you're watching these shows and they're getting 20 gallons yeah. of apple oh, juice. Unbelievable. How, how does this happen? Like, I, I don't, don't understand. It's it's I, a phenomenon. I used to do it on a very, very, very basic level. And I would walk out of there with free stuff. You would walk out. Never like a negative balance where they owe you money walking oh, out. Oh, I, I know. Was, that stuff always impresses the hell out of me. But for a while, I was, um, when we were really watching uh, the funds, making sure everything was, uh, you know, doing smart business <laughs> mm-hmm. rather than spending more than you could um i just got very creative with it and it can be very exhilarating when you like get the deals but oh, yeah it's, it's a shitload of work i i know you can like download digital coupons yeah i've seen oh, yeah. that too i just don't understand these stores that you're shopping at because i know like we talked about it before i shop at like a shop right right or or a wegman's um, and they don't let you use the coupon for like more than one. No. And these ladies are taking 12, you know, chickens in a can and yeah. <laughs> all this crazy stuff that they're buying and they're, yeah. they're unlimited amounts that they could use the coupon on. So. And then you run the argument of like, do you really need 900 boxes of like, you know, like, uh, I don't know, antiperspirant, you know what I mean? Like, do you need... Good like, to have. Yeah, but when are you going to be double or like uh, you know Ziploc bags? Like you need like fifty thousand Ziploc bags at one time. You know what I mean? Are there storage uh, closets that kind of crap? Yeah, I, for me, if I was into it, I think I would just get everything I could, and then the things that I didn't need, maybe donate to like an organization or something. I I've seen shows yeah. where they do you know they donate stuff there's a gluttony um, factor though with it you know what i mean like there are people who i think just become addicted to the purchase mm-hmm. so there is a gluttony factor but the people that do that and i have known people that did do that they they don't they coupon for the sheer intent of donating um that to me that's i mean that supersedes anything that i could ever fathom with doing right um you know i was doing it just so i didn't have to spend a lot of money these people are actually good people so good for them. yeah well um i i remember one episode uh the the lady they ran everything through and it, the bill was like two dollars and 35 cents yeah and she was appalled and she <laughs> said oh no i'm not supposed to pay 235 and made the girl run the coupons again like to to Right, you know, right. Get, she was supposed to be at zero, and I'm like, bitch, if that was, if I my bill was two thirty five, starting at like two thousand dollars, it's unbelievable. Why are you? I guess it's the, it's just the principle of it. She knew that she was supposed to be at and zero, and that's where they lose me. That's where they lose me because it's yeah. not about that. If you want to save money, you save money. But if when you get to that point, and then you become, then you just go from being a couponer to being an asshole. So you get a yeah. good transition. <laughs> I felt bad for the kid that was working the register. Yeah, exactly. I was just like, are you? 
kidding me? Like, I would gladly pay two dollars and thirty five cents. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. That's ex- anybody would would feel the same way. But these people become they obsessed with it. But they become. I mean, look, it's an art. You know, they become good right. at it. Um, right. You know, I said, you know, I'm a baseball card collector. I think it's funny when you see these ladies walking through the um, you know the aisles of the supermarket and they have the baseball card books but they have coupons inside the pages where the baseball cards usually are. <laughs> and now you go to, you go to Walmart or target and you go to buy like, if you don't buy it, like in the trading card department and you go into like, you know, the regular, you know, whatever the plastic holders, they're coupon holders. They're not even trading card holders. It's like, okay, come on. Right. I got just, you. Just go buy the baseball card one and stop. Just, just stop trying to cater to everybody. I hear you. Um, Changing gears a little bit, our guest just asked to re-email the link. Sure. Because something went well. wrong on his end. Okay. Um, Wherever my, my stuff is right now, presently. Um, yeah, our guest, uh, huge history with you. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, for me, it's just kind of funny because I remember being a, a young whippersnapper and trying to penetrate the wrestling world, and this guy was the first person to bring me and John to, to show. So a lot of history oh. for us as well. We just had him on a couple weeks ago to talk about AEW, their debut. But um, I'm just, I, I always love getting PJ on because it's yes. always, it's just, it, for me, it just takes me back to being 22, 23 and quietly sitting in a car with him being like, I don't want to say anything stupid. Hilarious, you know, like, right? Yeah. So, very cool to have him uh, coming on with us. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this interview. This should be a good one. Yeah, so um, this next guest is uh, a person I worked very closely with in the ECW. He's also known for his time in WWF as Aldo Montoya, um, but I think he shined more with us. Um, <laughs> good friend of mine, everybody. Uh, please welcome PJ Polacco, AJ uh Justin Incredible. What's going on, guys? Woo. Hey, buddy. How are you? Uh, tired, running around like crazy, and finally. Look at you. I, what? Oh, clean. We got yeah. another clean shaven guy. What are you and Russo? Uh, you guys like patting together to uh, to no, shave yep. at the same time? I have a show uh, November 9th, right? So I had to clean this up because sometimes you know I'm getting gray. So uh, you know I, this way it'll be grown in and I'll be looking like normal person soon. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I'm happy to see you. Happy to see you. Yes. Uh, we just had, uh, yeah, we were just talking to Vince Russo. Um, so do you want to, you want to just start with, uh, what you're doing with Vince now? Yeah, we, uh, we do an AEW review show. Uh, usually every Friday we start off at like 10 AM, uh, and it's all through Patreon. And, um, you know, we do like 10 minutes, the uh, first 10 minutes free on Twitch. So it's, it's been a really cool experience. Like I really dig working with him. He's really easy. Uh, I actually, um, I met Vince back in 94 when he was actually writing for the old WWF magazine. So we go back a long way, but I really didn't get to know him creatively. We'd never worked together. So, uh, he's a super cool dude. And I really, I really enjoy doing it. Nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah, we were just talking a little bit. I, I worked with him one time in TNA, and um, he was my agent 2002, and that was the only time I ever got to meet him yeah. in person. So he's yeah. such a sweetheart. But, uh, he is. It's a shame, you know, uh, he gets such a bad rap. Um, yeah, we were discussing that as well. <laughs> you know, because uh, just recently we talked about it on the show today a little bit. Uh, because his fans, you know, the the people that subscribe to his Patreon, I think he has like, uh, we just broke 500, which is, I guess, good for what he's doing. And yeah. uh, But uh, a, a fan uh, said something to Cody 
that uh you know vince was you know critiquing and criticizing some things on the show and i guess cody went on like this tirade about vince yeah. Russo, and i didn't see it i don't look i really guys i do no negativity i don't read comments not to be mean i just uh because that'll kill me I'll, I'll you know i get obsessed over that stuff it upsets me because a lot of the stuff is false <laughs> like you know it's amazing that um there's one here's one story and i'll get back to back on topic i was doing a show wrestlemania weekend uh uh one of janella's guys uh black label pro wrestling and it was like this crazy battle reel at the end small building uh like 50 wrestlers backstage i was dressing outside and as a matter of fact that day i was with my sober buddy so i was not drinking okay that, that's for to start but in the in the thing my whole gimmick was a surprise come in cane everybody and there was no direction people were nobody was talking to anybody so there was no communication so there's this guy frank the clown it was a stage entrance uh to come into the ring and you know my music hits he's sitting here on the stage doing his shtick well I, you get, you're burying me right there what am i going to do walk past you all kindly you know so i turn around i cane him lightly my i add might i add and then nobody in the ring was selling for well you know so what I did was I yelled, get out of the way, and I did a Terry Funk. I threw a chair in the ring, and I unfortunately hit somebody. And I guess, you know, you got hurt. You got cut open, whatever. It was, un you know, it was me, Francine, right. unintentional. <laughs> but then those punks get to go online and say, oh, he was this, he was that. And it's real easy to say when when that happens. And another instance happened to me recently where this promoter, a kid that I was actually doing a podcast with that I trusted, uh flew me out to cleveland for a show show drew 25 oh people. you told me about this one yeah this show drew 25 people and uh drove me to the hotel like nothing was wrong had the balls to come pick me up at six in the morning i was ready for everything uh but he said oh the flight is delayed because of something or other i'm like well the winds are perfect here there's nothing wrong in connecticut so my wife's good at this stuff you know i'm like jill call the airline see you What's going on? Please. She calls the airline. There was never a flight even booked for my return. And I did, not only did I not get paid a dime for this show, I made like a hundred bucks in pictures if I was lucky. Uh, I, I did not get paid. I didn't even have a flight home. So then I have to have a buddy of mine, Western Union, me a hundred dollars. Oh my gosh. Did you have and to I run said, a car? No, I told those motherfuckers. You know, could we swear? Go ahead. Yeah. I told those motherfuckers, you're driving me home. And then, they, and then when I X'd him out of the podcast, I didn't go public. I don't like to air out public shit. I don't like to bury promoters that don't pay, even though you saw what happened to me the other day. I did. That is way too horrible. I don't, I don't go public. I, you know what I mean? Whatever. Um, and then the kids that are driving me home, uh, because I wasn't returning his calls or whatever. Cause I gave him like a week to make good on the money. I'm like, please. And he was like, Oh, for the, tomorrow. And then the next day is tomorrow. So anyways, so he went on a rant saying, Oh, he was drunk the whole way home. Hey, what does it matter if I am or not? And B you, you just screwed me royally. Right. But I didn't defend myself. Cause I think it's, you know, whatever, what's the point? What's the point at the, you know oh. what I'm saying? It's it's, it's 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 what it is, you know, and uh, for everything good that's happening, it always seems like something bad because I always I've tried to get out of the business for a very long time. And, uh, you know, it's hard when it's all, you know, a and B, um, 
there's some surprisingly uh, besides the Vince Russo thing, there's some other real positive things happening. So okay. uh, that I can't say, but um, you know, it's uh, you always have that hope. You know, I'm, I'm 46 years old. I'm not getting any younger, and I know I can't do this much longer. You know, so right. uh, and I, quite frankly, I don't want to do this uh, in the ring much longer, except for indies because they're fun. Um, but I was looking, well, put it this way. I was wanting to get into a backstage position somewhere and I got offered to do an in-ring angle, <laughs> which I'm not too excited about. Well, no. Rephrase. Rephrase. Uh, I'm <laughs> excited, but, um, you know, I, I don't, it's I don't okay. know. You it's know, okay. I don't we're, know. We're, we're not it's just, saying which show is which. No, <laughs> no, not at all. It's you just, know, you know, your confidence level sometimes dips and you know, you don't know if you could do it anymore. I don't want to be a parody of myself. I mean, but whatever, we'll see what happens. Exactly. I I feel the same way at this point, you know, but if they book you, you will come. That's the way I look at it. Exactly. Um, So, uh, you know, I asked you the other night if you were open to talk about anything and you said you would. Um, So, you know, I never want to put anybody in an uncomfortable position, but You've been up and down and mm-hmm. and been on Twitter, very vocal about it. Um, what led to the occurrences? Uh, we're backtracking now, but just just I want to hear your side of it because I know what I heard and I know what I've seen. Yeah. And I never really got to hear you. Um, well, I mean, the as far as my addiction and alcoholism stuff. That and the jail the jail oh, time. Oh, that, that, yeah. Um, like, uh, I mean, I got off of opioids. I started using opioids, like pain pills, like a lot of us were, uh, around the ECW days and that sure. carried over to WWE, um, and other stuff And you know, I was, I was a full blown addict and, uh, I went to rehab in 2011, paid for by WWE, and I got put on this wonderful medication called Suboxone, which uh, not only cuts cravings, but also if you go take a pill or whatever, you know, take an opioid, it will not work. You will actually, does the adverse effect, you go into withdrawal. So that medication saved my life. I haven't taken an opioid since 2011. Um, But then I was feeling really good. I got on the DDPY stuff. Things were going really well. And, you know, something in me said, well, you know, it's not that bad if I have a drink once in a while, right? I'm not, you know, I don't feel dirty having a beer or a glass of wine. And my personality, as they tell you, you know, in AA and all that stuff, uh, you know, it, 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 it took me years, but I started to really snowball with it. And that led to me just being a full-blown drunk drinking day and night like i couldn't like i didn't even want it anymore but if you didn't you'd go into the horrible dts and that just caught i at the point in time i was living with my father and mother and another uh younger bro we had a big home but you know he was an alcoholic his girlfriend was living there as an alcoholic my wife was living there and it was just a formula for disaster so there were just uh the first incident was with my father where i just uh i was drunk and we were fighting over money probably and i specifically said to him which first of all i love my dad i would never sure. i've never laid a hand and i've never been in a real fight uh i'd never touch anybody but I, I said to him oh i'll kill you well he called the cops uh, and that's a threat so then they, i had a protective order and i had to leave the house mm. so where am i gonna go 
So I get arrested that time. And then every time there was a, a an argument or a drunken fueled debauchery, uh, they'd come and I'm not supposed to be on the property. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, I spent 45 days in jail <sighs> because the bond was so high the last time. But, uh, you know, I'm doing programs now, you know, stuff you have to do uh, court ordered. But, uh, you know, it'll be uh, it's all it's all good now. You know, that's be, that's behind me. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. And how, how many days sober now? Oh, God. Uh, December 14th. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Of awesome. Last year. Yeah. Yeah, when, so I, when, I went, when I went to jail. <laughs> well, yeah. That'll no. do it to you, right? That will do it to you, brother. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm super proud of you. Like I well, said, um, you know. it happens. Things happen. Yeah. Uh, things happen for a reason. They and, do. They you know, do. you're going to probably, this was just a way God's telling you you're going to come back stronger. Um, I believe so. I hope yeah, so. I mean, I'm lucky, I'm lucky to be alive. Uh, quite frankly, you know, I was, I was, and then not even more, most recently, I'm just lucky to be alive from the other days. You know, uh, I was taking so many pills and so many things like the, in the, you know, two thousands, the, the early two thousands to the late two thousands. I was just, I, I'm surprised that I'm here, you know, and that's the whole thing. I haven't like, I don't touch pills, you know, I don't yeah. do anything. Good. So, yeah. Yeah, because you were, I mean, when we were in ECW together, you weren't, you weren't bad. I you wasn't, weren't. but I was, I like, I didn't do um, anything. I, like, I, I'll never forget, and I don't want to mention his name, yo, yo, but uh, I was given my first Oxycontin. Okay, uh, great. And I fell in love. And, oh. uh, and you know, that's a major epidemic, you know, nowadays yeah. too. Uh, it's, uh, but, and then doctors too, at the time were handing you, cause you were, you know, we're on TV and we're all the, you know, they were handing you whatever you wanted. So mm -hmm. it was, and really what had happened was when Chris Benoit incident happened, uh, what had happened was then all the doctors cut us off. And that's when a lot of people secretively in the business, they probably won't tell you, but uh, you're probably getting them off the street and they were like 80 bucks a pill at the time. Oh my right? gosh. So, so one day somebody said to me, Hey, you ever try heroin? I'm like, no. Um, well, it's like the same as it's an opioid. That's what it is. It's an opiate. And uh, they said, well, it's a million times cheaper. You can get like 10 bags for 50 bucks. So I'm like, um, okay, I was super sick. And uh, that went down that road for a little bit, you know. Oh, so so that's the, you're shooting it. I uh, snorting it at first. Oh, snorting. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it was, you know, this is. Documented. Oh, I didn't know I, any I, of I've, this. Yeah, I've talked about this before, but, you know, I guess it's not. It, I'm, I don't mind talking about any of this because uh, it's part of what part where of I am today. It, it's just part of recovery, but it's also part of who I am and I feel if I talk about it you can't talk shit about it like you know if I'm being honest with you I, I yeah. have nothing to hide um well that's why I wanted to ask you because I've heard so many people say yeah. so many different things and I'm just like I if I want to know the story I'm going to ask PJ yeah I'm not yeah. going to listen to some schmo just tell me what he's doing when I know you and I don't know them from Adam you know what but I the, mean but that's that's the funny thing is from maybe one or two isolated instances, I don't talk to many people at shows that I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm real quiet now. I well, I was always kind of like 
quiet. But uh, so I, it's not like I interact with a ton of people anyway. So uh, I don't know where these people would get these these ideas or whatever. Again, it's the stigma that follows you. It's 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 what it is, and it's unfortunately the way it's going to be. Like I said, you know, I was drunk and hit people with chairs and just out of control and what they say whatever they want. That's why yeah. I can't I can't read it anymore. You know, because right. uh, I'm not half. I mean. Not to lighten my situation, but uh, the way I act professionally, I, I'm still booked every weekend. So obviously, I'm, you know, I'm not doing horrible things to promoters. Don't so, right. you know what I mean? So I don't know. I hear it you. is what it Let's is. Let's switch gears. I'm getting depressed. Let's be happy. <laughs> I want to. I want to switch gears. Tell me your best time in your career. What 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 would you classify as your best time? I know you're a big click guy and you love to click. No, I, not not so uh, much anymore. Not okay. so much anymore. All right. well, I mean, not that not that I don't. Uh, you know, I have friendships with uh, really only two of them now. Um, okay. But um, my best time in my career uh, was obviously ECW, okay. spe- specifically 2000. Um, ah. Yeah. When. Uh, okay. When we had that title run, and even afterwards, when things were going bad, uh, uh, you know, I've heard Paul say this on Steve Austin's podcast. Financially, if you remember back in the day, even the last two pay-per-views we had at uh, Hammerstein, we were still selling out, and we were still putting on quality matches, quality shows quality stuff uh you know it gets it gets very much glorified that 95 and 90 you know these years that are uh, in people's minds that were so you know popular but uh to me 2000 was 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 my best year you know i got to i got to live my dream and be you know headline pay-per-views and work with you and work with tom you know and jerry and so yeah. many great great people so and steve carino as well so i remember the night uh that we you and i got together at the arena yep and i re- i remember like it was yesterday i remember poor jason because <laughs> poor oh my god seriously like we do the deal and like pj's in there and we didn't we didn't work out anything at the end we were just like playing off the top of her head and and remember my boob was hanging out and when i, I when don't. i did the hogan so I, oh, I have, oh, yeah, 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 I have yeah. this shirt on and I have to rip it open. And of course, my boobs hanging out. And I see Paul <laughs> going like this on the stage. And I went, oh, you know, and I cover it. And I walk over to you and you just grab me by the waist. And here's yeah. Jason on the outside. Like, yeah, yeah. And We're nobody's Jason. paying attention to Jason. No. And he comes up to me later and he's like, did you know this? And I said, no, what? And he goes, you guys are phasing me out. Did you know? And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know. I don't I know didn't anything think about it either. No, but I was I, never told anything either. I felt so freaking bad. I was like, dude, I would never, ever try to push you out of any equation. Like, this is like your deal. Like, this is yeah. what Paul told me I was going. Yeah, you know? I, I, I was never <laughs> officially told anything about Jason. I, I again, I was just told. I just sat there and was I did what I was told, man. And yeah, me too. And I, I I never got in on the politics, even though Paul sometimes would have me come over, you know, like one time and I didn't like it. Uh when when um I was working with Shane, uh we had a that one great match at the ECW arena, and I think you were with Shane at the time. Mm-hmm. Um 
And I was going over, or no, Shane was going over, but it was supposed to be like this, whatever. He had me go over to his room at the, uh, wherever we were staying in Philly. I think he was at the Marriott. And he called Shane uh, and uh, staying in the same hotel and put him on speakerphone for me to listen, but did not tell Shane I was in the room. Ooh. And now I've become really close with Shane to now. I mean, we were close then, but like, I'm really, uh, I really consider him a friend today. And I, even then I found it disrespectful because as he's putting Shane over saying, you've got to make this kid tonight's the, you know, tomorrow night's going to be the night he was doing the franchise shit to him, like mocking him while he's talking to him and i'm sitting here and i think my wife was with me too <clears throat> excuse me and um i just found that like if he's doing that to shane what's he doing to me <laughs> what's he doing uh, to, to other other people so you know so yeah wow. it was, yeah okay well that's what it is, but it, I, I don't yeah. like. I, that's something that's something that i really truly don't like and it really bothers me you know? Yeah, I don't. I don't like that either. That's just no. That's just not cool. Wow. Man. Yeah. Well. Um. Anyway, uh, I I was gonna say everybody keeps talking about like my pairing with Shane, but I feel like you and I clicked right away as well. I and thought so. Yeah. We yeah we had a really really good partnership. Um, and I remember the last pay per view we were forming uh, the new impact players with uh, Carino and Jack victory. That's right. I see. I and remember those storylines towards the end. We cut a promo and it was like the four of us. Okay. And we were just cutting this promo. And when we were done the promo, we all kind of looked at each other. We were like, it's never going to happen. No, <laughs> like we not. knew like, this yeah. is, why are we even here? Like it's, yeah. it's not going to happen, but yeah, it was, it was to me, that would have been such a cool thing to do because, like, Carino was such a heel. You were such a heel. Yeah. And, like, Jack in that wheelchair was gold. Yeah. Um, that would have been, would have that been, would have been so fun, fun to, to be, you know, a team like that. But, I mean, yeah. I, I I loved working with you. I'll be honest. Like, oh, I did, super too. I did, too. I did, too. It was, it was effortless. All the th That's the thing is uh, people sometimes mistake what ECW was. And there were times where things were you know physically rough but it wasn't as it wasn't what people think and let me and i'll guarantee you this they they're hitting way harder in wwe and in nxt than we ever did in ECW. <laughs> I, i'm serious i mean these kids they don't work anymore they're yeah. i mean i see bloody lips i see bloody noses these kids are just i don't know man it is what it is but i, I think don't. uh accidents happen but we 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 say it all the time like we literally tried to protect each other we, you know? we we always did we always yeah did. You know? and, never we in, and we never intentional no and we entertained at the same time mm -hmm. you know we knew how to we kind of it all all figured out all right this is where we get the and dreamer was real good at teaching this to me this is where we'll do this we'll get this pop here and then we'll get this other pop here so we right. always knew kind of where to layer our stuff and if you know there was something wrong with me if i wasn't feeling well he'd figure a way around it you you know you'd help me figure a way around it. We'd just work it all out, you know. And uh, I think nowadays in wrestling, you don't really. Uh, I don't think uh, you know Vince Russo and I talked about this today. I don't think the the guys, a lot of the younger guys in the locker room, have the respect that we had for for the veterans. And I certainly see that like where you know, 
you guys don't know anything. The the game is changing, and uh, we're just going to do our own thing. And um, that may be true. I know the game is changing, but uh, whatever everything that's old becomes new, and everything that's new becomes old. So after I'm already like you know we're week five into our AEW review, and I towards the end of my note writing at night, I was already like, it's like same shit every night. You, you know, you see, I, I I literally do a gimmick now where I count how many dives they do, and how how many apron bumps. It, it all looks like the same match, and how many super kicks there are in a show, and how many times somebody slaps their leg. Uh, it's 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 all the same match. One thing that's disappointing, and I won't get into it. I'm just it's, I'm still in that mode. Is the women's uh, division really kind of is not good over there? And I thought really, it would be, uh, I haven't would, seen any of it. So no, no. no. I, a, I don't, I don't watch like wrestling anymore. Um, I watched the first week of AEW. I watched the first hour. Yeah. And I saw a little bit of the girls' match that night, but I never saw the finish because yeah. uh, I think my kids were coming home from school and I had to go get yeah. them or something. But yeah. just didn't turn it back on. Like, uh, I I can't watch WWE. Yeah. It's just, it's, uh, it's it's just too long. It's too. It's just <laughs> the same stuff. But I, but one one thing I do tell the the thing I can say about both products are oh, good. No. Two totally different styles, you know. Yeah, totally different styles. Okay, yeah. so right. Well, I I get a lot of people, you know, and, and you probably get the same thing I do, uh, with the network out yeah. there. Yeah, uh, we have such a, a a new generation of fans that are yeah. watching our stuff for the first time. Yes, and it's twenty twenty five years old, and they're saying how it holds up in the year two thousand nineteen, and how creative it is. Yeah. And then you you go and tell me it's the same stuff every single week. You know, we never did that. We had we you know, there was so much variety on our show and, and I yeah, kept it, it fresh, you know. It, it kept it fresh and one thing Paul was really good at was uh and you know, a lot of the best directors are are, are just like that. He made the most of what he had. Uh, he would find a, a spot outside of a building to do a promo. Right. He, he did those Pulp Fiction vignettes. Like, that's stuff that's still not being done today. It's not being utilized. Like, one of the biggest criticisms I have of AEW is uh, unless you followed um, the elite, those guys, from before, you're and you're a new fan tuning in, you really don't, like, you don't know who these guys are they you know mm -hmm. um so they're having a hard time where paul would like you know everybody would have their little shtick and promos and not just long-winded in-ring promos where you know wwe does like i talk you talk and, and <laughs> you know just uh fun stuff and i i think it holds up today I, i'm amazed that uh nobody's really tried to uh i mean people have tried but to try to take some of those elements and, and freshen them up to today because what we also did was, and we couldn't get away with it today because of copyrights, but man, that music. I know. Uh, with the <laughs> wrestling, you know, and it was like, it made it cool. And uh, the buildings were on fire. It, it looked, it was so entertaining. Uh, just from, every, just that whole thing was just, uh, it was just different. I, and I, and if you have the money, like an AEW or, or the WWE, I, you know, hell, if me and X Pac got Uncle Cracker to give us a song, and they and they were paying for it every time that we came out, they paid for it. Yeah, so it's like you know, 
why not do a little more of that? Uh, I think re music and wrestling for a long time has gone together and uh, it could really make your show a little hipper. You know, I, I, I would sit in the studio and be amazed by Paul because he would use all the, the cool hip artists of, yeah. you know, 1996. And we'd be like, how are you getting away with it? Don't worry about it. Don't, just, just relax. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm just like, man, this this is really cool. But God, if you ever get caught, how well, are we not caught on 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 television? Like, well, you know, just... you know how we got away with it on pay per view was uh, if if it's on in the background, like if it's not <laughs> if it's not plugged into the feed, like the direct audio feed, uh, and if it's like in the like distant in the background, you can get away with some of it. Not all of it, but you, you could get away with some of it. I did an indie show with Shane not long ago, and I recorded it for YouTube, and yeah. I got flagged got for flagged, the perfect yeah. strangers. Yeah, you, yeah I, you I can't could, even I, have it in the background. Anymore I couldn't on have it on on YouTube. I didn't get monetized. They demonetized that video, and I was just like, "Great, yeah, I can't even put an entrance on YouTube. It's ridiculous." Are you really kidding me? No, that's that's what it was. Because I I saw that you know there's a little dollar sign, and it was it was it had a slash through it. Yeah. And I'm looking at the video and I said, the only thing I can think of is Shane's, Shane's music and and I think it may have been Stevie or somebody. I don't know whose music. And I said, damn, they flagged me for that perfect strangers. But like, who who's doing like who's watching all these videos? It's something in like it literal and this is all above <laughs> our heads. Something in the interface that can read the oh, music. Because I had it happen sick. to me too. I, I posted a full episode of Triple Threat on YouTube. And I literally have a karaoke version of, of Perfect Strangers that got flagged. And I was oh, like, God. I didn't even know what song it was. <laughs> like, it, yeah. it's an instrumental karaoke version. Come on. Wow. That's I know. great. I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah. But if you watch WWE now on the, on the network and they, oh, they yeah. just put elevator music over all of our entrances. And it's and it horrible. Kills it. It, it, kills, kills it. it kills the whole experience. It, it does. Really does. It, kills it really does. Oh, you know? Sick. But, but, I, I, mean, but I love the fact that the that there's a whole new generation watching. getting into our stuff. Yeah. yeah. I was talking about uh, this with somebody the other day. I, I don't remember who it was. Who was I with? Yeah. Oh, Tatanka. Uh, I did an appearance with him, and I thought you were with him too. I, I was just with him the same weekend, I believe. It was the last weekend. I was with him the last day on Sunday, and uh, I think they're going to put ECW into the Hall of Fame, but as a faction. You know what I mean? I, I think it, I think it will, because a you're going to run out of players, and b uh, we really were a we're owned by WWE, so they mm -hmm. could you know that'll be a promotional uh, thing, and you could just have Heyman go out there and bring out you know two or three of the ECW. You know, believe me, they're gonna they're gonna have all of us out there getting rings. <laughs> no, but we should. Uh, but nonetheless, I, I think that'll uh, that'll be cool. I, it's, nobody told me it's going to happen, but I think one of these days, sooner than later, I think that that's bound to happen. Interesting. You know? They will yeah. quietly do something like that. Like there's a thing they do for the like the old old timers, like the the 60s, 70s guys, and even the 50s and 60s guys yeah. that they just out of nowhere. It's called yeah. the legacy wing. They just brought it out of nowhere. Yeah. And they just pull guys out of left field, and they just Look, say, "Oh, well, you're in the Hall of Fame now." It doesn't mean nothing to me because it's fake. Uh, you know what I mean? It's it's a, not a real Hall of Fame. Uh, what I would personally like is one of those legends contracts. Oh <laughs> yeah, right. Because right? I, 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 I just want I just want an Aldo doll. 
Pops. You know? That's the only thing I, I want because it was like some guy made this amazing, like super, super uh, detailed. It looks like it would have been a Mattel uh, right out of the package. And I was like, wow, I really. And then I, I tweeted the picture and I was like, let's start a little campaign. Because um, uh, well, from what Zack Ryder was telling me, like if you uh, get to the right people at Mattel, they will pitch you know, WWE on it because, you know, a lot of times they're looking for rare figures. They're looking for, you know, how many uh, Roman Reigns are you going to sell? You know, like a Francine Shane Douglas uh, set would sell, you know, or just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a, like a vintage or feud thing would sell. I, th I think they're, they own the property already. So uh, I, I don't see why they don't do that because after a while you're, you know, you made the free birds. You know, it's like really. <laughs> wow. Anyway, um, if, they, if they made a Shane figure, I would drop dead. I just want. I just want some of that fucking Mattel money. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Well, I I think if they do uh, include us in the Hall of Fame, I think it would be uh, on Facebook Live and not even on the main <laughs> show. Um, <laughs> I just don't think they care uh, enough about ECW to showcase us. That's just my opinion. But um, you never know. You never you, know. You do never. Uh, yeah, you I know. never know because they're they're they, you know as long as Heyman's there, you never know. Yeah, it's true. Anything can happen. Yeah. But you met you mentioned uh, Aldo Montoya, and I, I know on your Twitter. Um, you can either you're cutting some uh, uh, messages as Aldo, or you will appear as him. So I will, uh, are you just yes? Yeah. So are you getting uh, a lot of requests? To I have done uh, well. Well, I can't say too much, but um, oh, I have not oh. getting. I have not gotten any bookings yet from promoters, okay. other than appearances for Aldo. Right. Okay. So, so all right. So you're not but, have you I, you're not working as him in the ring yet? Have you nobody's asked? Nobody's uh, asked, but it's out I there. They would, I just thought it would have been fun because like, you know, why not? Like the why not? Play, you know. So just you know, you know, another opportunity kind of to to get a booking. Uh, but not nobody's asked for it. I mean, they, I have uh, done a couple with the mask uh, at autographs, and believe me, the mask uh, that I've got made and I got all new gear made is actually way better than the crap they made me. So <laughs> nice. So it's out there. If you want to book them, yeah, it's out there. It's out there. Okay, if they want to book you as Aldo, or yeah. if they want to book you as just incredible, you'll do double duty if you have to I'll do for two pay days. I'll do whatever they want. Oh, awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a whore. I, well, <laughs> I, I, I love it. Um, I'm happy for you with your new gig with Vince. Thank um, you so much. And Thank for, you. for anything coming up that you can't talk about, that's that's a positive thing. We're excited um, for you. No, um, I mean, I, you know, I'm excited. I, I, I will. It'll, it'll be happening soon. Yes. Don't uh, in the next say month, no more. I, I want to say it so bad. That's okay. You don't have to. But, but breaking uh, news: uh, something's going to be happening for PJ, and what, we'll what uh, keep an eye. Good, good yeah. lord. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to yeah, keep an eye I, on I your got, Twitter. I got a new job at Chili's starting in December, so ain't <laughs> no shame in that. No shame whatsoever. No shame. No shame. Uh uh. Um, okay, so where where can we find you on social media? Plug whatever you want right yeah, now. Yeah, um, my pro wrestling tees, pro wrestling tees.com backslash just incredible. I've got four new shirts out right now. Um, and um, Twitter at PJ Polacco and Instagram at PJ Polacco. Um, and I have a Facebook page, but I barely go there. But if you're okay. interested in booking me, you can message me there because I do check my messages. So and uh, and that's about it. With Vince Rousseau. Yeah, Vince Russo uh, with Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com 
backslash Russo uh, TWC, which is Truth with Consequences. And awesome. uh, he's got all kinds of pay windows. Like, you know, if you want to listen to our show, for example, specifically, it's $3 a month, you know. So he's got all kinds of of packages and uh it's, he's got good stuff there too he just doesn't talk about wrestling as like album reviews and all he's all over the place with everything so he's, he's uh he's got a lot of content fine, so it's fine. Worth, your, worth your time awesome awesome well uh proud of you Thank i'm very you, proud of you i'm, I'm, I'm happy everything's going good with you and i Yes, absolutely. I was, talking absolutely. To, I was talking to my wife about that, and we'll talk about that someday. But uh, I don't even remember what it was. It's and over. I was just so happy. It's over. I, know, I was just saying, I was like, I was so happy. Now uh, everybody's going to be that, like, what are they talking about? <laughs> you don't need to know. It made me, seriously, deep inside, it made me like really happy. It Good. really did. You know? Well, I'm, gl I'm glad. And I do love you. And well, I, 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 I hope everything works out for you. I love Jill. I hope everything's going well with her. Everything's um, getting better. Good. Send her my love. And I'll see, I'll see you somewhere, I'm sure. Oh, so. we'll see each other very soon, guys. Thank right. you so much for having me. And I really apologize uh, because, like, I'm running, like, rampant. No, you're fine. No one knows you were late. Nobody now knows you're late. Oh, I mean, come on. Okay. Okay. Well, right, that's cool. okay. Cool. <laughs> He's so. apologizing for being such an awesome guest. Thanks, Peter. That's right. Well, thank you, guys. Bye, I'll buddy. See you down the road. Have a great you, one. You Later, too. PJ. Take bye, care. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, so PJ has disappeared from the, uh, the the landscape very quickly. That's the fastest I've ever seen anybody disconnect. Uh, he's but we're good. Back. Yeah, we're back in real time, and uh, just awesome to have PJ on. I always love hearing what he's got to say. Being very open, which I know is yes. something that you were uh, you were hoping for with that uh, that appearance, and uh, very good stuff. Always very very real, and that's uh, that's one thing you can always say about PJ. Absolutely. And like I said, I, I, you know, I would never put a guest on the spot. So I, I had asked them prior, like, is there anything off limits? Because I don't want to make you uncomfortable. He was like, I'm an open book. So I wanted him to give his side because you know what you hear. Right. And, you know, some people can fabricate things. So we wanted to get it from the horse's mouth. And we did. Instead and of the horse's ass. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but I'm, I'm so happy that he's doing well now. And yeah. He, you know, you always want to see a positive story, and and um, I think he turned his life around for the better. So absolutely. Kudos to, to All right, PJ I'm going to sprinkle that. the pixie dust here. Oh, well, let's get to the Disney segment and then get to the so, wrap. So interesting. This this this. Yeah, I'm on the edge of my segment. seat almost more than hearing PJ's stories about going to jail. I'm dying Guys, to hear about the refrigerator. Let me just tell you, I search far and wide for Disney content for you guys. Some weeks there's plenty of it. Some weeks not so much. I had to dig for this story. So if you think it's boring, too bad. <laughs> so the big story this week is there's an Italian appliance manufacturing company. I don't know if it's pronounced Schmeg or S-M-E-G. <laughs> I'm not sure how you pronounce it. But they teamed up with Disney to make a commemorative refrigerator. Okay. It's called... It's either Fab or FAB 28 refrigerator. That's what it's called. Um, it's a black and white uh, retro throwback animation refrigerator giving homage to Steamboat Willie. Oh, cool. Yes, it, it is very cool. The picture, it looked small, but here's what it says about it. It's an energy star efficiency refrigerator. It has large interiors. 
uh, interior life and, and drawers for that extra cold temperatures. Uh, it has adjustable glass shelves and a multi-flow cooling system. Now, I said before, it seems small compared, they had it next to like the sink and it only came up a little past the sink, like right. halfway. Okay. Retail value for this refrigerator $2,799. Oh it is being sold now at Williams Sonoma and selective SMEG or SMEG detailers across the country. Um, I'm thinking because it is an Italian brand, maybe it's a little more expensive and collaborating with Disney. You know, Disney's prices are high mm -hmm. as it is. Could be. Um, but the, the look of it is awesome. Um, I'm a big Disney mark, but I don't have Disney throughout my house. Like, I've seen some people who are Disney crazy. They have Disney all over the place. Right. Um, I'm, I don't like to decorate my house in Disney. I, I think for me, just a little over the top. Um, this is simple. It's clean. It just has a black and white Mickey. It's cute. But for twenty eight hundred bucks, I want to get one that's seriously. Like, the mouse should be opening the door for you for twenty eight hundred dollars. Uh, it, it, it should be like three times the size of this refrigerator. Wow. So um, it insane. reminds me of something you sh you could use in a dorm. Right. It, it just looks small. Like it's not like a box. It's it's okay, but for a family of four or five, you're gonna fit your milk in there. And that don't see much yeah, so maybe like uh, jay-z could buy it and have it in his kids like you know bathroom or yeah something. i mean you know <laughs> if you have twenty eight hundred dollars and you want a cool piece of uh disney merch it is cool looking i didn't they didn't show the inside so i really don't know how big or how much room it does fit okay. um but it it's pricey it's yeah. pricey yeah thanks so, yeah i yeah i do i mean i i've seen like um the Mickey toasters and the Mickey waffle makers, which are cute. Right. Um, but then, you know, you, then the next step is the salt and pepper shakers. Then you got the curtains going up and then you got this and you got that. I'm not crazy like that. Would you decorate your house in a theme? No. No. Okay. So no, I'm okay with our farmhouse theme for the, far, for the house. <laughs> okay. I just feel like if there's one big piece, I would feel obligated to just do my whole kitchen. You'd have to because it would be out of place then. Unless like, yeah. you know, like my, my basement here, my, my office, my production studio. I mean, it's like a little bit. Of, I got baseball here. I got Superman over here. I got the monkeys behind me. Like I have a little bit of everything, but it kind of fits, you know, the, I hate the word, man cave. You know, you know what I mean? It's not dedicated to a motif, but you get one piece in like a living room. The whole thing has to be matching that. Yeah, the, the refrigerator for me would stand out. I would have to keep buying more and more and more. And I don't want to do that. So I'm not going to buy the refrigerator. But uh, for someone who loves Disney and has the decor, this would be the piece for you. Hey, maybe you get an Amazon wish list. And, uh, I do have a wish list. Oh, put that on there. You never know if anybody picks Breaking it up. news, I have a wish list out there. Yeah, I've had fans uh, buy some stuff. And then I send them a thank you. That's and, awesome. Um, Very yeah. cool. You, you got to talk uh, about that more. I, I don't push it. Hey, you know, Vince uh, Russo and his producer, they uh, they have a wish list that they get stuff all the time and they throw back and forth. Hey, what'd you get this week? And blah, 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 blah. So like, what do I, like where am I at? Am I just chopped liver so now? Wait, Nobody wants man, to send me anything? Time out. First of all, me, me, me. Um, <laughs> for a man who who says that he's got a million and one haters, he's getting stuff off a wish list? Well, from his brand members. 
Yeah, from his dedicated so brand love members. Him. Well, his yeah, his his dedicated brand members that you know, they're He's part doing of. Okay, the, they're on the team. It's everybody else. They, you know, they'll send him a bag of poo poo if they. Uh, oh my, no! If they, if not, they could, <laughs> that's not on his wish list. I'm sure. No, we, um, we, we've talked about bags of poo poo and the Patreon. Uh, oh my god! Uh, exclusives, if you if you recall, so. Oh, for me. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a bag. It was. Uh, it was something different. Which you're gonna have to go find that episode because. Uh, Sign up for Patreon. It was a good story. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a Patreon exclusive, wasn't it? I believe it was mentioned in the Patreon exclusive. All right. Well, um, yeah, so it's a slow week in Disney refrigerator shopping. That, that's about it. But um, fine. Um, is your refrigerator running? Should I go catch it? Oh, maybe. Where'd it go? Oh, I don't it, know. Well, with $2,800, it could sprint. It, damn. That's, be like, that's a hey, lot refrigerator, of can you go to the other side of the room? And it'd be like, yeah, sure, no problem. I'm going to go to the other side. It's, so. it's, it's. It's going to serve me my drinks and cook my food for yeah, $28. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Have, have like a like a relationship with the damn refrigerator. Ew. That's gross. That's, uh, uh, what's that called uh, when people marry uh, trees? Uh, I, I don't know, but it would be a platonic relationship. Would okay. it would be a romantic relationship. You've heard of that, right? The woman fell, woman fell in love with the tree. Yeah. Married the tree. Yeah. Or what they, they married their dogs. <laughs> No, no, inanimate objects. Like oh, okay, the dog like thing's pretty weird. Well, that's weird. But marrying a tree, she was humping a tree. Like this, this was a story Con that was out you gotta, there. You got to consummate the marriage somehow. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, everybody <laughs> needs love, I suppose. Anywho, um, oh my gosh. Well, and that's it. That's all yeah. I got. Speaking of love, show us some love and join that Patreon page you've been talking about. Mm -hmm. Patreon.com slash Francine Podcast. You get all the exclusive uh, uncut video that we do put up there, uh, as well as once a week we drop a brand new uh, mini episode, uh, you know, where you can get your additional Francine fix, talk about a random topic here or there, you know, uh, like to like to make it diversified for everybody who's up on the Patreon. Uh, and if you have joined, we thank you very much. Uh, if you want to catch everything going on in the world of the TMPT Empire, head on over to TMPTEmpire.com. And there you get a portal to all the podcasts we got under the umbrella of the flagship show where you have all the interviews. Eyes up here, the J.J. Dillon podcast, the franchise Shane Douglas and the Triple Threat podcast on the Russo brand Million and a half things going on on all these shows. Uh, if you want to follow me, it's at Rasslin Pal. And if you want to check out my brand new baseball podcast called Diamond Conversations, it's a part of the Place to Be Nation podcasting network. Wow, that's a lot. That's all, um, that's all you got. That's Just all got. Uh, ECW Diva Francine you know, on all platforms. That's all I got. Join the Patreon. It's fun. Yes. And um, God bless you guys. I love you. And uh, that's a wrap. This podcast was a presentation of the two-man power trip of wrestling's podcast empire.